Hey, my name's Austin, and welcome to the Valley Point Podcast. In this talk, Eric unpacks our recent name change and how as Valley Point, we exist to point people to real relationships that inspire real significance in our area as well as around the world. As we begin a new journey, it's a journey of serving and helping and giving away our lives for others. It's a journey of building meaning into life's most important relationships. It's a journey of impacting the Delaware Valley and beyond. It's a journey of sharing the greatest message and the greatest hope in all of the world, and that is the story of Jesus Christ. And so today, I want to answer this big question. Here's our big question that we want to think about and that we want to unpack today. And that question is this. What will we be known for as Valley Point Church? We've got a new name, but what will we be known for I get the privilege of talking to a lot of people who walk through the doors of this faith community. And I love to get with them after they've come for the very first time and ask them, so what did you think? Did you like it? Were you surprised? Could you find yourself making a home here? And what kind of words would you use to describe this place? A lot of different words are thrown out. Words like energetic, fun, and inspiring. But there is one word that just comes up again and again and again as you ask that question. And it's the word real. This is a real place. Filled with real people, real families, with real struggles, real pain real questions, and here you can find real answers and real hope. This is just a real place, and that is the word that people use to describe what happens here. And so we want to take that word and kind of wrap it into our verbiage. And so today we want to answer this question, what will we be known for as Valley Point Church? And it's simple, really will be known, first of all, for having a simple purpose. And here's that simple purpose. It's pointing people to real relationships that inspire real significance. That's what it is. It's pointing people to real relationships that inspire real significance. Real relationships real significance, and we want everybody who walks through the doors of this place to know, to experience, and to enjoy real relationships and real significance. Now let's unpack that for a bit. Real relationships. What is that all about? Well, real relationships are about connecting people, first of all, to a real relationship, a real friendship with God. You know, one of the greatest thoughts of all time, I think, 
is the fact that God loves me. And God loves you, too. And when you think about that, it just kind of blows your mind. God loves me, and God loves you, and his deepest desire is to have a relationship with people. There's nothing that he wants more. There's nothing that motivates him more. And there's nothing that he wouldn't do to enter into a relationship with people. A few weeks ago, we had the chance as a staff team to kind of get away and dream and plan for this next season here at Valley Point Church. And we had a great time just thinking and dreaming and strategizing about our bright future. It was a great day. And one of the things that we did on that day is we talked about this deep desire that God has to know people. We were talking about real relationships and how we can enjoy a real relationship with God. That's totally possible. And then we just began to think, how how do you describe that to people? I mean, how do you say that? where somebody who might not know anything about God at all, that they would be able to wrap their mind around it and get it. How do you describe that? And so I said, let's think of five different words and let's limit it to five that describe God's deep compassion for us and his desire to know us and have a relationship. And so we threw out all kinds of words and then we narrowed it down to five. And I want to share these five words with you. I'd encourage you to write this down because it really helps us to get that God, God, the creator, the inventor of everything, he actually wants to have a relationship with us. It's just kind of crazy. So when one thinks about God's deep desire to know us, I believe you have to start with this word. It's the word love. Scripture starts there. We're told that God loved the world so much that he gave something up that was very precious to him, his son, so that he could know us. When you begin the conversation about God and his desire to have a real relationship with us, it begins with the word love. But there's a second word here that is a bit of a problem. It's the word evil, because there is evil all around us, and I think we know that, we get that, and often we focus on the evil that is out there, when in reality, there is also evil inside of each one of us. Scripture says that too. All have sinned, and all fall short of God's glorious standard of perfection. Evil, it's a significant problem. So we've got God's love, but we have this issue of evil that's out there and in us, and God knew that. And out of his great love and compassion for us, and again, a desire to have a relationship with us, here's our third word. It's the word rescue. This amazing God came up with a great rescue plan. It is the greatest rescue plan ever. I mean, ever. God sent his son, who was perfect and spotless, and he died in our place. He paid the price for our sin, and this was God's great rescue plan. Here's the reality, though. We do have a choice. 
we can choose to respond to that rescue plan and embrace the leadership and the forgiveness that God offers, or we can choose to walk away from that. God doesn't force anyone to trust in him alone. The choice is ours. And here's the beautiful thing. When we respond to that choice, restoration and a forever friendship with God. So love, evil, rescue, choice, and respond. God loves people in a deep, deep way, but yet there is evil outside of us and in us. God knew that, and so he came up with an amazing rescue plan. The choice is ours, and if we respond, if we embrace that, we have a forever friendship with God. And I want every person who walks through the doors of Valley Point Church to know that there is a God who cares about them and who loves them. He loves them, he loves them, he loves them, and they can know him. And there is nothing that God wouldn't do to have them come into his home and have that relationship. That's a real relationship. And that's what God offers to all of us. And perhaps today you're hearing that for the very first time. I just want to encourage you, right where you're at, your heart to God's ears, in this moment you can cry out to him and ask for his forgiveness and his leadership, and he'll give that to you. That's part of his rescue plan, and you will be his forever friend. That's a real relationship with God. And not only can we have that, which is amazing in and of itself. I mean, that's just kind of overwhelming when you think about it. We can also have a real relationship with each other. And that's the church where we actually care about each other, where we're actually interested in each other. And I want to take a moment here and just talk about the church. And one of the unique things that we've done to help people experience real relationships right here. Something called life groups. And you've heard us talk about this in the past. And maybe over the past couple of weeks, you've heard us announce life groups and it's time to jump in. And I want you to know that we just don't talk about life groups to talk about them. We don't just have life groups to say that we do them because that's what you're supposed to do. It's actually part of something that helps us have real relationships. I mean, think about this for a moment. Life groups give us the chance to be known and to know. Life groups give us the chance to be loved and to love. And they are probably the greatest way that you can have real relationships with others right here at Valley Point. And so I want to encourage you to think about getting into a group. Perhaps the greatest thing for you today to experience real relationships with others right here is to give life groups a shot. That's real relationships with God, who cares deeply for all of us, And it's a real relationship that we get to have with others in something dynamic and living and real called the church. Real relationships. Not only do we get a shot at that with our 
simple purpose, but we also get a shot at real significance. Real relationships, real significance. You're going to hear this a lot, so get used to it, embrace it, say it, love it. Real relationships, real significance. We get a shot at that. And here's what real significance looks like. It looks like the Phillies winning the National League East, right? How about it? There you go. And if that doesn't do it for you, real significance looks like this. It's the Eagles being 1-0 and and Dallas being 0-1. How about that? <laughs> That's real significance. Actually, we have a bit more there because here's what it really is. See, real significance is about giving people the chance and the opportunity to do good things and to use their life to make a lasting difference. And isn't this what we search for? I mean, isn't this what we want? Isn't this what we dream about? Isn't this what keeps us up at night and makes our heart beat fast to know that my life can make a difference in the life of another person and that I can be significant? And here's the beautiful thing. And it's so beautiful. That can happen right here in and through the church. Valley Point Church. You can find real significance with your life right here. And I want every person who walks through this place to know that they can have that and they can enjoy that and they can feel that. It's your life touching the life of another person that touches the life of of another person that touches the life of another person and it just goes on and on and on and that is real significance. You know, you can find real significance right here on a Sunday morning. Every week there are just tons of people who make Valley Point work. There are people who set up, people who tear down, people who set up signs and greet people who make warm coffee so we can stay awake, people who serve our youngest attenders, people who smile at others and help them feel welcomed in this place. And all of that is really significant. Quite honestly, what better way is there to start your week than to know before Monday ever hits, I've already used my life to do something significant for others. And maybe it seems small, and maybe it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is significant, and you can find that right here on a Sunday morning. And I would encourage you to chase that. It can happen right here. It really can. You can also find significance through one of our Love Week events where we go and serve and love the communities around us without expecting anything in return. And I'm happy to say that we have another Love Week event coming in November. In 2011, we will do two Love Weeks. And I can't even tell you how excited I am about that and how proud I am of this place that we have the ability and the desire and the dream to go serve and love and touch other people's lives. That is significant. It's your life touching another life. And it just goes on. You know, you can find significance 
by going on a compassion trip to Guatemala in February of 2012. And a whole bunch of people are going to leave from this place and go into that country and to serve those who are less fortunate. And that is so significant. You know, you can find significance on October the 15th. You want a specific date? Mark it down because on October the 15th, it's a Saturday, you can do something very significant with your life. We are hosting something called a free fun family fest right here in Glen Mills on our Bethel Road campus. And we're going to welcome thousands of people to our tiny little campus. And there's going to be free rides and free food. And we're going to give away all kinds of stuff. And we want our community to come so that they can check out Valley Point Church. It's our grand opening weekend for what's happening right here. And we need a lot of volunteers on that day. And if you want to do something significant, October the 15th, that Saturday, just might be your day. See, real relationships, real significance, real relationships, real significance. That's what we're about here. And our dream is our strategy. Our strategy is our process. Our process is our dream. It's visionary. It's missional. It's what God wants for us, and it's simple. Real relationships, real significance. What else will we be known for here? We'll be known for having a simple purpose, but we'll also be known for having a simple hope. I want you to think about this. See, here we have a deep belief that God can do everything and anything. I mean, we're just crazy enough to think that the God who created us can do everything and anything that he wants. There are no limits for him. And on our worst days, and even during our darkest nights, we just have a simple hope that God can do everything and anything that he wants. He is the one who brings all of the hope. It's the story of how up there came down here and brought hope. Hope to change a life. Hope to restore families. Hope to renew communities. Hope to repair systems. It's the hope to fix those who are broken and hurting. I want to share a story with you from 2 Kings chapter 3. It's a very unique story. And it's here that we find our big idea for today, which is this. Go dig a ditch. Go dig a ditch. That's our big idea, and we're going to figure that out right here. So here's 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 9. Listen to this. The king of Israel and the king of Judah and the king of Edom started out on what proved to be a looping detour. So we've got three men, and they're already lost. Make sense? Sound familiar? All right. After seven days, they had run out of water for both armies and animals. The king of Israel said, bad news. God has gotten us three kings out here to dump us into the hand of Moab, an enemy. But Jehoshaphat said, well, isn't there a prophet of God anywhere around through whom we can consult God? Isn't there anybody? And one of the servants of the king of Israel said, Elisha, son of Shaphat, is around somewhere, the one who was Elijah's right-hand man. Jehoshaphat said, good, a man we can trust. So the three of them, the king of Israel, Jehoshaphat, and the king of Edom, went to meet him 
And Elisha said, As God of the angel armies lives, and before whom I stand ready to serve, if it weren't for the respect I have for Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I wouldn't give you the time of day. But considering, bring me a minstrel. He said, bring me a harp. Now this is all a bit odd here because the kings have to be thinking, all we need is a little bit of water and we need some direction and we will be able to survive and this enemy king will not destroy us. And so we come to the man of God and we ask for his help and now he's playing a harp. He's calling for musical instruments. This is all a bit odd and a bit strange, but I think Elisha just liked some musical background for what he was about to say next. And so the harp began to play, the room filled with music, and he then said this, God's word, dig ditches all over this valley. And you have to know that at this point, they thought that Elisha was a cracked up nutcase. Like this guy has come unstitched mentally. He wants us to dig ditches In a dry valley, we're dying of thirst. We just need him to do something for us. And now he wants us to dig holes. What are we digging these holes for? Our graves? It's a bit odd. Harp going on in the background. And he's saying, go dig a bunch of ditches. But the reality is, I think Elisha wanted them to prepare for something that God was about to do in that area. And even though they didn't know it, and even though they couldn't see it, and it didn't feel right, Elisha was trying to say, God is about to do something great right here, and here's how you can prepare. It's going to be so amazing and so big and so great that you've got to go out and you've got to dig some ditches. You have a responsibility, so get ready for God. Get ready for God. Get ready for God because he's about to do something amazing. Back to the story. Elisha said, here's what will happen. You won't hear the wind. You won't see the rain. But this valley is going to fill up with water and your army and your animals will drink their fill. This is easy. Let me just let that sink in. This is easy for God to do. In the morning, the water had arrived. Water pouring in from the west, from Edom, a flash flood filling the valley with water. And I was actually a little nervous about reading this because I think we're all done with flash floods and hurricanes and water, right? We're kind of ready for that to be done and enjoy a little dry spell. But think about this, Valley Point. I really believe... I do with everything inside of me that God is about to do something great right here. And it's time for all of us to go out and dig some ditches in the valley. Ditches like real relationships, an inviting ditch, a ditch of compassion, a ditch of serving places like this school and others like it, a ditch of actually caring about people because it's just what Jesus would want us to do. A ditch of radical generosity. And here's why. Because God is about to send the rain. He's about to do something great right here 
in this valley. And I believe God is going to blow the doors off of this place. It's not too hard for him. As a matter of fact, Scripture tells us this is an easy thing for God. It's easy for him. And here's why it's easy for God to do this. Just listen to this list. God, he is the ruler. He's wisdom. He's the sin conqueror, the guilt obliterator, the cross breaker, the peacemaker. He's the head over the church. He is the reconciler of all things. He is the maker, the redeemer, the guide, the shepherd, the forgiver, the friend for all people for all ages. He is the God who is above all and in all and the creator of everything. And it's time to follow him on this journey and watch the valley get filled with water. See, the adventure of change always involves leaving the familiar and the comfortable. And today we take that step. And it's okay. Because God is with us. Sometimes you have to go on a promise that what God is going to deliver on the other side will actually be greater, even though you can't see that and you can't feel that, and it doesn't even look like it. And today, we take that step. And it's okay. It's okay. Because God is with us. He's here. And I've been in the church for a few years, and one of the things I've observed about the church is it seems like churches tend to play it safe. They don't take on God-sized challenges. They like things to be nice and comfortable. But here's what I know about what God wants for this place and for Valley Point Church. God is not looking for us to play it safe, and God has not called me, and he's not called you to nice and comfortable He's called us to a God-sized challenge where our self-reliance will not work, just won't work. We need him. We need to dig ditches because God is about to send some rain. I want to read a quote to you from Erwin McManus, who is an author. He says this, When we play it safe, we squeeze God out of the formula. If we go only where we know and do what we're certain will succeed, we remove our need for God. Whenever we respond to God's invitation, our need for God becomes heightened. And whenever we take on a God-sized challenge, self-sufficiency is no longer an option. And you know, I want to serve this community. I want the surrounding areas outside of this building to know that there is an amazing God that there is an incredible God who can do everything and anything based on what they see and observe and hear right here. This is people giving, caring, inviting, and sharing. Nothing crazy. Just real relationships and real significance. It's time. It's time. It's time for us to go out and dig some ditches in the valley and watch God send the rain. 
Father, we're so thankful for a few moments where we get a chance to think about you and how amazing you are. And God, we're here on this day where we begin a new journey with a new name. And it's so much more than a name. It's about what you want to do through this place. And God, I believe that you have called us to a God-sized challenge. And we can't be self-sufficient. It just won't work. That's not good enough. And so I pray today that you'd help us to lean in like never before and that we would embrace the fact that we have a role to fill, that we have a responsibility to go out and dig some ditches in the valley because you are about to send something incredible and we get the opportunity to have a front row seat to watching God do amazing. And what greater thing in life is there than that? to know that we've been a part of a God-sized challenge and a God thing that you just poured out on and through us. So God, I pray that you'd bless us, change us, and help us. I'd like for you just to keep your head bowed and your eyes closed for a moment. And for you just to take a few seconds here and talk to God and say, God, I think this is what you're saying to me. This is what you want for me. This is what I should do as I leave. Perhaps for some of you, that involves trusting Christ for the very first time. And today you understand that God cares deeply for you loves you yet there's evil but God provided a rescue plan just for you just for you and you want to make that choice now to respond to him and have restoration and healing in your life and just cry out to God right now ask for his forgiveness invite him into your life to be your leader trust in him alone right now made that choice. Perhaps today is all about leaving and getting ready to dig a ditch. And for all of us, it's going to look different. What kind of ditch does God want you to dig in preparing for the rain that he's about to send to this valley? God, again, we just thank you for today and for your words to us. God, help us to be ready to do whatever it is that you want us to do. Help us not to be afraid. Help us to take that step and to embrace the God-sized challenge that you've placed before us. God, I thank you so much for everyone here today. Help us to be real real with each other, real with you, knowing that real relationships inspire real significance. And God, we pray that you'd fill this area 
with so much of you that we just stand back and we're amazed at the life change that you bring. And God, we want a piece of that. We want to be a part of that. We want to be able to applaud and smile and say that God is incredible. So include us, we pray. We ask for that. Bless us now, we do pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for listening. We'd also like to invite you to join us for any of our Sunday gatherings as well at the Garnet Valley Middle School at 9.15 and 11 a.m.